I'm here with Holden, and we're going to read Iggy Peck Architect by Andrea Beattie. And this story was a gift from your uncle for Christmas. Jojo. Young Iggy Peck is an architect and has been since he was two. Oh, really? Yeah. Iggy Peck is an architect and has been since he was two when he built Can a great. A sure. We're pausing to take a picture of the cover with his little camera. Okay, got it? Okay, I'm going to start reading. Are you ready? Young Iggy Peck is an architect and has been since he was two, when he built a great tower in only an hour with nothing but diapers and glue. Good gracious, Ignatius, said his mother, his mother exclaimed, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. But her smile faded fast as the light wind blew past, and she realized those diapers weren't clean. Ooh, he used poopy diapers to make that. Ignatius, my son, what on earth have you done? That's disgusting and nasty. It stinks. But Iggy was gone. He was out on the lawn using dirt clods to build a great sphinx. And his neighbors are shaking their fists. They're mad because he's using so much dirt to build this. And they got dirt all over their faces and their hair and their legs. They're just trying to relax on their chair. When Iggy was three, his mother could see his unusual passion would stay. He built churches and chapels from peaches and apples and temples from modeling clay. At dinner one night, to his father's delight, Iggy got a bright gleam in his eye and out on the porch built the St. Louis Arch from pancakes and coconut pie. Dear Ig had it made until second grade when his teacher was Miss Lila Greer. On the very first day, she had this to say, We do not talk of buildings in here. Gothic or Romanesque, I couldn't care less about buildings ancient or new. She said in her lecture about architecture that it had no place in grade two. And in the picture, she's throwing away all the architecture books and built um, Iggy's building some sort of castle on the table while the other kids are sitting looking at her. That might seem severe, but she was sincere, for when she was no more than seven, she ha she'd had a great fright at a dizzying height in a building so tall it scraped heaven. On an architect's tour of the 95th floor, young Lila got lost from the group. That's the teacher when she was a young younger girl. She was found two days later in a stuck elevator, eating cheese with a French circus troupe. After that day, it's quite safe to say, she thought all building lovers were nuts. As a teacher, she taught that, above all, one ought to avoid them. No ifs, ands, or buts. Why are you giving that um, just, it's a face mask on my face, and I'll wash it off later. <laughs> I have a gray face mask on my face, and Holden is staring at me. Does it look funny? No, it's green. It's green. Oh. As you might guess, it would cause Izzy, Iggy stress to hear such terrible talk. But he didn't hear. He sat in the rear while building a castle of chalk. Look, this is made all of chalk. Isn't that cool? You, Iggy Peck, your desk is a wreck. Tear down that castle right now. You will not build in here. Is that perfectly clear? Do you need to see Principal Howe? 
No, ma'am, Iggy said. He lowered his head, and his heart sank down to the floor. With no chance to build, his interest was killed. Now, second grade was a bore. After twelve long days that passed in a haze of reading, writing, and arithmetic, Miss Greer took the class to the Blue River Pass for a hike and an old-fashioned picnic. They crossed an old trestle to a small island nestled in the heart of a burbling stream, but they no sooner passed than the footbridge collapsed and Miss Lila Greer started to scream. We're trapped here, oh my, alas kids, goodbye. Her eyeballs rolled back in her head. She dropped to the ground with a vague groaning sound, luckily fainted, not dead. The class was amazed. They stood there quite dazed, uncertain of what they should do. But one bright young man was off hatching a plan, which started with Miss Lila's shoe, who's making a plan. Ada Twist. <laughs> I think Iggy Peck is making a plan. Ada Twist is watching, too. Yeah, we know her from the other book. So he's Iggy standing on a rock, and he's got a stick, and he's drawing... He's drawing a bridge on the ground. He's making plans. Soon each lad and lass there at Blue River Pass was working together as one. And when she came to, Miss Lila Greer knew that something quite brave had been done. She looked in the air and saw hanging there a structure with cables and braces. And on the far side, beaming with pride, were 17 smiling young faces. They built a big bridge to help her cross. Boots, tree roots and strings, fruit roll-ups and things, some of which one should not mention. <laughs> There's some underwear on there and some socks and some shoes, too. They were stretched from ridge to ridge in a glorious bridge from dangling from shoestring suspension. It all became clear to Miss Lila Greer as she crossed that bridge over the stream there are worse things to do when you're in grade two than spend your time building a dream. Now every week at Blue River Creek, elementary in second grade, all the school kids can hear, along with Miss Greer, how the world's greatest buildings were made. The weekly guest speaker in t-shirt and sneakers talks of buildings from Rome to Quebec. Of course, he's the guy who builds towers from pie, that brilliant young man, Iggy Peck. And that is the end. Mama, can you just read, there's all the, the book we have. Yeah, there's Ada Twist. This author, there's a series called The Questionnaire Series. There's Ada Twist, Rosie Revere, Sophia Valdez, and Iggy Peck. And we have all of these books. Can you say the except end? The, oh, except. Except the we don't have that one. The project book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe we can get that one someday. The end.